Hi, this is Janie, and you're listening to Keep Going Soulful. I am a soulful teacher, and I hope you enjoy this episode. As a reminder, keep an open mind and be kind. Welcome to another episode of Keeping, Keep Keeping, Keep Going Soulful. I'm having a day today, but it's Sunday. We're going to relax and have some fun with these two ladies who I just adore. Like, seriously, my friend Megan from um, Planners and Wine has like literally changed the way I think. Like every week, I, I really appreciate your point of view of issues from society um, to social justice, to like the planner community. It's not just, you're not just getting just planners. You're getting a whole, mm-hmm. like everything that makes us human and mm-hmm. just connecting us through planners. And I really appreciate that because you both have inspired me to do this podcast. And I just really appreciate your honesty because you're always honest. And um, I just wanted to tell you that because like, I really appreciate that every week. You just bring it, you bring it every week. And you're just like, this is how I think. <laughs> and this is why, and you lay it out like, you know, you lay it out so like neatly in a package. And I'm just like, well, I never thought about it that way. So I want to thank you both for coming in and um, just being a part of this new journey that I'm on. And I have you, let's have y'all introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about you as well. Sure. Well, thank you so much for having us, Janie. We love you. You're so sweet. sweet words. Yeah. Yes. You're such a positive person in this community. So obviously we're super excited to support you. Um, my name is Megan. I am a wife and a mommy and a teacher um, in North Dallas, uh, Texas. And I am one half of Planners and Wine. That is um, one of my favorite titles. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm Myra. Um, my pronouns are she, her. Um, I am a mommy, a wife, the other half of planners and wine and hardcore paper and pen girl, like, Mm -hmm. like all of us on this podcast. (laughs) Yes. yes. (laughs) And something that like really for this topic of toxic positivity this summer, when everything went down Mm -hmm. with the incident, there was for me personally, I don't, I've never liked positive, uh, toxic positivity because it makes me feel like I am not acknowledging what's happening in the world. Right. And when everything went down with like Aaron Condren and company or the person actually, and um, with George Floyd, we saw this in like influx of toxic positivity. It's just like, well, I'm just going to mm-hmm. pray but I'm not going to do the work. I'm not going to do exactly. work. And I, and what really helped me through that time was seeing like you two putting there, like we, we got to stop with this toxic positivity. We have to address it. We have to, yes, we need thoughts and prayers. Yes. We need um, these other things, but we also have to be realistic. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to kind of gauge you and during this episode of just kind of like, what do you think about toxic, uh, uh, toxic positivity and how has it impacted your life personally? And also like, what do you think about society and how to handle that? So let's kind of, mm-hmm. whoever wants to go first um, with what you think toxic positivity means to you. 
or anything yeah. like that? Um, I guess to me, I mean, like you already said, like the best example I can um, think of of toxic positivity is how the planner community was for the most part before last summer, before um, everything with George Floyd and uh, Aaron Condren, the person happened. Um, because to be honest, even as a black woman in the society, as somebody who is uh, very active politically, somebody who watches the news regularly and is, and is always tuned in with what's going on in the world, I really didn't feel comfortable sharing my um, feelings as far as like politics and things like that on my planner Instagram page before last summer. I, I really didn't. I really didn't share a lot about how I felt just because um, I didn't see a lot of it from other people. I just felt like, mm -hmm. you know, people have so many times referred to the planner community as our little, you know, safe bubble from the outside world. And even though as a woman of color, as a black woman, there is no real safe bubble anywhere in, online or anywhere. Like I'm black all the time and my blackness is a huge part of who I am um I still felt like I had to kind of conform to how the rest of the community was as far as not being super publicly outspoken about how I felt um but after last summer uh it just kicked the door wide open and it just made us realize that you know we can't hide from everything that's going on in the world like I said there is no safety for people of color online or otherwise and so why should we have to try to make other people comfortable by not talking about what's going on in our lives and the whole point of planning is to help ourselves and help make our lives better so how can I not talk about my life if the whole point of this community is to try to make my life better it just didn't really make any sense and so I'm so glad that the community has changed I mean obviously there are still a ton of people who rather not hear about that they just want to see your pretty planner they don't want to see your not so pretty life all the time but I feel like they know from following like me and Myra that when you follow us you're going to see our whole lives and you, mm -hmm. if you listen to our podcast you're going to hear everything we're not just going to just talk about planning we're more than planning we're all more than planning and so we just can't let this idea of being you got to be super positive you know create the life you want just make me, um you know, just think and think it and it's going to be like, you know, you have to put in the work to make everybody's life good. And so if the world is not 100% positive, why should the planet community always have to be 100% positive? Yes. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. Wow. Yes. What yeah. about you, Mara? Yeah, I, I totally agree with all that. I think um, a lot of it, was pretty much fed to us kind of from the companies and not mm -hmm. like making it seem like it's just the company's fault. But when all of your dashboards have like choose positivity or choose happiness and all your stickers say the same thing, you kind of think that that is how it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes it's have been plenty of times where I would lay down a sticker that says choose joy. And I just, was not feeling like that was the choice for me that day. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, it, and it's not like, it's technically not negative. It's literally just toxic. And the same with Meg, I kind of had to feel like I had to just keep this just planning, keep this just stickers and keep it just positive. When a lot of the times, like, and I'm sure a lot of people were probably going through same, like not feeling 
100% not feeling like choosing joy today. And that's okay. So once everything went down back in June, I think a lot of people felt the need to finally speak up and say mm-hmm. something. And once someone or somebody start to stand up and speak up, a lot of other people feel safer to yeah, come yeah. about. Cause there is not a coincidence. Not everybody just woke up back in June and was like, oh, this is toxic. A lot of people had to been feeling like they were not okay, but had to act like they were okay within the planner mm-hmm. community since it existed. So I am, it's sad that it had to happen the way that it did but I am grateful that there is a door opening for being a little bit more open to be able to say it's okay to not be okay. Um, I honestly feel like the company should be a little bit more um, open with us because I don't really see that reflecting like in stickers too much, stickers and dashboards and things like that. but I do, I do see them, the companies like saying things that is moving away towards the, to- the toxic positivity, but I don't know, the products could reflect that a little bit more too. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So like something like I, I can choose rest today or I, it, just because mm-hmm. I have a bad day doesn't mean like tomorrow will be, you know, mm-hmm. something like that, you know, I to- yeah. totally agree with that. Like for me as a social worker and a teacher, like for me, I felt like I silenced myself and I'm not really a silent person when it comes mm-hmm. to social issues. Um, I've been more open since June about how I feel and how I stand and all that stuff. But for me, it was like, it's almost like sometimes when you live in that toxic positivity bubble, you just, it envelopes you and you just don't realize, mm-hmm. oh crap, I am actually participating in this toxic behavior until Mm -hmm. like this June, everything was just like snap. We got to be honest with ourselves. And Mm -hmm. I am enjoying seeing, like, I know with myself, I'm always sharing my emotions. I was like, this is how I feel today. I had a really crappy day or like I'm struggling. And I think like you said, my like we're moving slowly, but we're going to get there. I think if we just keep pushing. So yeah. And and it's human nature to want to like, be with the rest of the crowd, you mm-hmm. know? So um, it's, it's no shade to anybody who felt like they, you know, they had to kind of mm-hmm. close that part of their life off to the planner community. Like it's, it's completely human nature, but mm-hmm. um, I do love that, you know, people are being a little bit more open to that, mm-hmm. open into open it up basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. We see like a movement happening of just like, not just um, the toxic positivity, but also like acknowledging, hey, this crap's happening in the world and we have to care about it. Because mm-hmm. like you said, Megan, like we're humans, we have lives, we care about each other for the most part. <laughs> but, you mm-hmm. know, it's just like, we just have to, yeah, live in the reality of things. And yeah, definitely. So how does it manifest in your lives? So if somebody in your life personally, not planner community or anybody else how do you battle it when you are in your own life and somebody's trying to just be like oh it's gonna be okay or um kind of like shut you down with how you feel how do you handle those situations um for me I feel like luckily because I am an introvert I really don't have a lot of interaction with people like like I feel like (laughs) 
<laughs> I feel like I have curated my circle very well so that most of the people around me just are not like that. Most people around me are realists and they know that life sucks sometimes and it's okay to acknowledge that it sucks while still, you know, trying to work on it and trying to make it better. But if I were to come into contact with somebody um, who I felt like exhibited uh, toxic positivity, I would be honest and upfront with them to be totally honest. I, I would let them know like, hey, I know you think that you're helping me and you're coming from a place of love and of trying to be helpful, but it's not helpful. Just to be on, just mm-hmm. be totally honest with that person. Let them know that it's not helpful. It's not what I need to hear right now. You don't have to try to solve my problems. Sometimes people just want somebody to listen to them. You don't have to, every mm-hmm. time your friend comes with to you with the issue, you, you don't always have to make it your goal to try to um, help them solve it. You can just make it your goal to just be there because a lot of stuff, especially if it's like mental stuff, internal stuff, there's not gonna be a solution that somebody else can give you. Yeah. It's gonna have to come from within, from you know internal work, from maybe from therapy or something. It's not gonna be something that just like your regular friend who's not like a therapist and it's not your therapist is going to be able to help you with. So um, I would just implore anybody who feels like um, they either exhibit toxic positivity themselves or they come into contact with other people who may exhibit that to just um, implore that person to just listen or, or you could just be that listening ear. You don't always have to try to find a solution to other people's you know issues. Agreed. It's kind of like when people say, I just want you to tell me that it sucks. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yep. I just want you to agree with me that it sucks. That's all I need to hear. Mm-hmm. Yep. What yep. about you, Myra? Yeah, I think I kind of lucked up because I kind of have um, within my family kind of the best of both worlds. My um, like my dad's side has always been very um, open, very like therapy positive, like okay we we understand that you're not okay and then my mom's side is super super religious and nothing wrong with that but it's always okay pray about it mm-hmm. but it, sometimes it's just you need a little bit additional than that like, sometimes like pray it's just not, and then do what like, yes pray yeah and do what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so um I kind of learned like a little bit of skills from like my dad's side to be like you know like no, I'm, I'm not okay. And I, I honestly was pretty blessed to have them to be able to like, okay, like therapy is fine. If you need that, we'll help you. Uh, if you just want to talk in ear, we'll be there for you. So I tried to mimic that on like my mom's side, which mm-hmm. probably the reason why I'm not as close on that side <laughs> as I am with yeah. my dad's side, but, but yeah. Um, and sometimes like, if I don't have the energy to like, even deal with it I just have to remove myself from that situation um so I I tend to do that a lot with that side of the family but I do try to like stand up for myself or if it's like my sister and I kind of see like my family like telling her just to just to pray it'll be okay it'll be fine I kind of be that listening ear for her Mm -hmm. so um it's just really realizing that maybe there's a little bit of toxic positivity knowing what it is and seeing the signs and being able to like stand up for yourself or stand up for another family member to be that open ear for them. Exactly. Cause like I'm Mexican. Um, my parents are from Mexico and I was born here, but it was just like taboo. You just don't talk about emotions. Mm -hmm. It's going to be all right. Suck it up and move on. 
and sometimes like I and in one time like when I got diagnosed with depression like my mom was like what's wrong with you and I said I I have depression and she's like why are you crying because I have depression mm-hmm. it's like, <laughs> and you know it's one of those things like you have to they came around like they started to understand more but like because of our culture is ingrained like suck it up that's what yeah, you have that's, to do yeah for that's sure. very similar to black culture absolutely mm-hmm. especially coming from like older black people obviously not everybody but mm-hmm. a good majority of people come from that too and I feel like just because at the times that they came from they are probably like okay y'all's lives is nothing like what we dealt with which they're right there is not I mean their experiences Mm -hmm. were a lot tougher than what we deal with today but they still dealt with depression then too they just didn't know Mm -hmm. it it just wasn't diagnosed you know it wasn't a Mm -hmm. thing to be in a depressed state the way you know people it's well known now that that is a health condition it, mm-hmm. unfortunately it just wasn't it just wasn't they just didn't recognize it like that back then so it's very unfamiliar to them so I'm glad yeah, they're learning exactly. though I'm glad they're learning in the sure. world is definitely mm-hmm. evolving when it comes to like mental health issues yes definitely mm-hmm. and, and it's May so it's mental health awareness month anyway and this is I think this is the perfect topic for that because mm-hmm. a lot of, of us get the we'll suck it up and it's going to be fine. Just pray. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Myra, and it's just like, well, yeah, but I need a plan. <laughs> yeah, what yeah. happens? What's the plan? Yeah. So uh, yeah. I, I appreciate this conversation because it needs to be had. It needs Absolutely. to be Because sometimes we just don't let each other have our feelings. Like even if like, okay, I had a, a sucky day at school. Like this kid didn't want to listen to me. And it's just like, I just need you to hear me talk about this one kid. Because mm-hmm. this is, I just had a bad day. I just need you to tell, uh, listen to me. I'll be fine. But like, if you have someone just like dismiss dismiss you, like it adds up, and you're starting to like, well, I'm not going to share no more. What's the point? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, it's important sure. to find that. It's important to find that support system, which seems like you both have a really good support system. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and if you don't, I, I'm a firm believer that we can create our own family. Yes. Um, and find our own tribe. Um, you don't have to just depend on the family that you were birthed with. Mm-hmm. Um, you can you can create your own tribe, create your own family that can be your support system. It you know it doesn't necessarily have to be blood related. Um, but yeah, I, I'm a firm believer. Like family isn't just somebody who you just happen to be related to by blood. But yeah. if you have to go out and search that, you can like. I'm, I'm happy for our, our planner tribe. Like I a hundred percent think that like planning is a little bit that kind of saved me, especially Mm -hmm. like where I was when Mm -hmm. I first discovered the planner community. So I am very grateful of the planner community. Of course, like we're talking about now, there's some things that, you know, we can work on and do better, but I am definitely grateful of this community. And that's, that's a piece of my tribe. So, I mean, if, if it's with your planner friends or, you know, baseball or whatever you are really into and that's mm-hmm. like your your family definitely let that be that your support system it doesn't have to be blood related Absolutely. exactly exactly and most most people are very open to helping others in our communities that we're, we're part of online so that's mm-hmm. something to really think about so let's kind of shift gears to society at large mm-hmm. and that's a little bit a lot because how could we as a society combat 
toxic positive i feel like i'm more like I, at war with toxic positivity but i'm not trying to be it's just like how can we handle toxic positivity as society what what do you you guys think about that oh girl i got lots well, of that's loaded <laughs> question for y'all oh my gosh yeah uh i just feel like um people need to kind of step out of themselves more and put themselves in other people's position. Like I think the world could definitely use a lot more empathy because uh, when you like turn on the news or you get on social media and you see people talking about things, everybody's always talking about what they're going through, what's wrong with them, what's happening in their life. And I don't see a lot of thought put into, well, um, what's going on with other people's lives like that what I'm dealing with is probably not that bad in the grand scheme of things but there are people who are dealing with a lot more there are people who are homeless there are people who are sick there are people who are starving Mm -hmm. who have a lot bigger problems and like especially being such a advocate for the Black Lives Matter movement I see a lot of people who are opposed to the Black Lives Matter movement and these are people who have never even tried to understand the movement to really open their ears and listen to the movement all they see is a group of people who are messing with their idea of how american life is because it doesn't fit into their mode of what how they see america being how they see the police being then it must be wrong they must be terrorists they must just be attacking the police they must hate the police like like people who just refuse to even open their ears and and truly truly listen to what the other side is saying um so i think that i mean like with friendships and like with society i just feel like everybody needs to do a lot less talking and a lot more listening yes agreed Mm, yeah yeah and i i would take it a step further and vote the people in to be making these changes yes Uh, that is so important and um i think as a society we only look at like these the presidential election every four years and while that is important Mm -hmm. um a lot of these every year lower level local elections are even more important because those are the um people who are making decisions that is going to directly affect you and your life and your family and your community Mm -hmm. so definitely vote the people in that is going to help get these changes done um i I definitely agree with what meg said just kind of stepping outside of yourself and seeing things in the different light and i think that goes for all of us like sometimes Mm -hmm. we can be just see it from like from my black skin or from my black womanhood Mm -hmm. and sometimes may I need to take a step back and and look at it from a different race point of view or um Mm -hmm. you know from a trans point of view um I I yeah only one that's like I probably wouldn't do is like the white male like they're fine they're fine but (laughs) (laughs) but yeah sometimes we do need to take a step and um, look at it from a different point of view. And mm-hmm. and it goes back to listening, mm-hmm, listening definitely. to other people and, and hearing their point of view. You may not 100% agree with it, but I think we, we need to be able to stop and listen. I think we mm-hmm. hear a lot of stuff, 
think we um, skim over headlines and think we know everything, but we're not listening to mm-hmm. really interpret what people are saying. Exactly. Exactly. And like, even last summer, um, when you know we started really talking about the Black Lives Matter movement a lot online. I had, I don't even know how many people unfollow me. A lot of people unfollowed me. I didn't have one person come in my DMs and just ask me about it. Like, okay, so this is what the people I know in my community, this is what they're saying about it. But clearly you support it. So can you explain it to me? Can you talk to me? I would have absolutely, as long as somebody comes to me respectfully, I will absolutely have any conversation that anybody wants to have as long as they come truly open and truly mm-hmm. willing to listen and not just try to change my mind you know because if you're coming to me don't come to me to try to change my mind come to me so that I can help you understand something so I just wish that like my I mean like we've been saying like we need to do a lot more listening and voting because the amount of uh, power that these state legislatures have, um, all these anti-trans, anti-LGBTQ plus uh, laws. And I mean, it's, it's, it's sad. It's devastating to me that we're powerless against this until we vote people in who are not going to do that. People who truly care about society and is not going to waste our time with these pointless bills that only hurt people and don't help anybody, Mm -hmm. you know? So I'm glad you brought that up, Myra, because I mean, girl, we got to vote like our lives depend on them because it does. They do. And like one, one step further that I think like what we could do as a society is not only just listen, but change within ourselves mm-hmm. yep. and be like, okay, is this worth it? Like, is this worth the fight? Like to lose a friend because I don't want to understand their oppression. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, sometimes you have to kind of break it down like that and a lot of people are not self-aware of how they're living their lives because they're they're stuck in this conformity and they don't want to get out of that because they feel safe and that's human nature as well and then yeah and it's but it's dangerous because if we don't constantly evolve we are causing a ripple effect of non-change which actually hurts oppressed people mm-hmm. yeah and, and a lot of people don't want to feel feel sad they don't want to feel sad or feel mm-hmm. like maybe they had a part in this whether mm-hmm. it was you know mm-hmm. purposely or unconscious but if you got to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. you really people want something think, to change you got to be uncomfortable is it and mm-hmm. people think that changing also means taking something away with them like mm-hmm. people think yes. oh if i you know open my country to immigrants that's going to be taking something away from me jobs away from me food away from my family or if i listen to the black lives matter and work to change police that's going to hurt me and my family mm-hmm. in some type of way and it's like no like changing is not like it's like people have this mindset that like it's going to change their way of life and it probably will but it's going to change it for the better you're going to have a more equal or more just a better society but what we're kind of starting to feel figure out is that a lot of people don't want a more equal or much more just they just want the society that benefits them the most and they're perfectly happy to ride off in the sunset and just let everybody suffer so that yeah. they can have the lives that they want to have with no consideration, excuse me, to other people. And it's it's really sad. It's just really, really sad. Yeah. And yep. but I think 
one way to like if we can just unite the ones that want to be changing the yeah. ones who want to be uh want to be uh not not progressive i don't think that's what i'm looking for i don't i don't really know just the ones that want change you know yeah. if we can just gather together and just create a better world i think we'll have a better society it's just going to take a while because we have a lot of healing to do mm-hmm. as a not only as a society but as a human race yeah you know just mm-hmm. as humans and then also with all like we're minorities all of us here like we have some healing to do our ancestors mm-hmm. have you know healing to do and it's just something to think about like for, mm-hmm. so people are hurt because people don't want to change and listen so Mm -hmm. it's important to really to tie tie it all up together it's just important to just understand listen like you guys said listen um understand and really make that change any final thoughts about this topic Megan oh girl child toxic positivity man I and I definitely think the community has grown a lot in the past year um Really, for the most part, I don't really interact with people online who still exhibit that to like a huge. I mean, obviously, you want to be positive and talk about happy things and all the type of stuff, but the majority of people I feel like I follow are people who are like minded and want to talk about the real. They don't want to show this perfect presentation of themselves or their lives. They want to tell the full story and what goes into making that person. That's what I'm the most interested in saying. Like, I don't want to see a perfect life. All that's going to do yeah. is make me feel bad because my life is not perfect. So um, I'm just happy that people are getting more comfortable with sharing all of themselves and not just picking and choosing what parts of themselves they, they think look the best or the prettiest that they want to show. Exactly. What about you, Myra? Yeah, I definitely agree. Less curated, more real. Period. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just that simple. I think it's it's more of a bit of relatability um, when I see a lot of people being open. And mm-hmm. that doesn't mean like we're not saying like you have to share every inch of yourself. Like, mm-hmm. of course, there's certain things you, you know, want to keep private or are not comfortable with sharing. But um the same photo of the planner just turned in different angles is just it's it's not what I'm attracted to when I'm looking for people to follow and people to be a a part of the tribe like if that's what you want to do that's fine but I'm trying to move towards and try to encourage folks to be themselves and Mm -hmm. being ourselves is not perfect Mm -hmm. oh yeah and that's okay that's okay (laughs) yes definitely Thank you so much for coming on this podcast. And do you have anything to promote or anything? Uh, y'all have to go listen to Planners and Ryan every Thursday, yes. right? Yes, yes. Every, every Thursday, Thursday <laughs> uh, we have a Patreon. They also get a bonus mm-hmm. episode every month. Janie is mm-hmm. one of our amazing Yay! patrons. In our Facebook group, it's so much fun. Um, we do a live episode uh, every other month. We do a meetup with our VIP patrons every other month. And it's really mm-hmm. great, amazing people, um, like-minded people. <laughs> and uh, it's just it's just a good time. And thank you so much for having us, Jamie. Yeah. You're amazing. Yes. We all are amazing. Super excited to support you. And I mean, thank whenever... You. Whenever you you want to come on the podcast and talk about your podcast, we would absolutely love to have you. I so appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. And one thing, are y'all still selling shirts? 
Yes, yes. Y'all need to go buy these shirts. Just block yes. them. I'm wearing my just block them. I love it. Today yes. I just kind of wear this one for y'all. <laughs> and we have new stuff coming soon. New stuff yeah. coming soon. So yeah. make sure you follow us on Planners and Wine on Instagram so you can mm-hmm. you know stay updated on what we have going on. Awesome. Yes, Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, awesome, awesome, awesome. Amazing. Thank you so much, Jamie. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope to share more here and there this year and definitely share more next year. You can find me at a soulfulteacher.com and on Instagram. Thank you for listening.